You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com purpose. Parker, engineering your success. Webmasterradio.fm has compressed thousands of podcasts and all of our radio shows into the ultimate internet marketer's knowledge base. Introducing the Webmasterradio.fm mobile app, absolutely free and now available for iPhone and Android users. Listen to our live broadcast at the push of a button or access our complete archive of shows past and present like SEO 101, Affiliate Buds, The Shoe Money Show, The Daily Searchcast, and so much more. Download it from the iTunes App Store or the Google Play Store today. WebmasterRadio.fm presents CEO Coach, a show custom built to give you everything you need to build your business on the web. From funding to finances, set up to staffing, CEO Coach will break down the art of business development from the ground up by the experts of online business growth, management, and development. Now, here to get you started is CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Welcome to CEO Coach, this wonderful Monday morning. This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy. Welcome, Ann. Hi, Jillian. Good to hear you again. Uh, I'm calling in from uh, Phoenix, Arizona, where things are wonderful and sunny, and I think you're in sunshine too, aren't you, Ann? I'm in Pleasant Hill, California. Pretty darn good. Beats the heck out of the northeast of the United States, which, as we speak today, is getting yet another snowstorm. So, in the meantime, while enjoying the weather and so on, and you've got a guest today. Would you like to make the introductions? I sure would. Um, I'm real pleased to have my old buddy, Michael Weissman, on the show. He is a master entrepreneur of more than 25 years' experience. Um, he has had uh, more generated over $700 million of revenue growth, and uh over 15 different companies. We call him a serial entrepreneur. Um, I've been working with him for a number of years and have enjoyed his wit and wisdom. And uh, so welcome, Michael. Thanks for having me. So I think that um, what we want to do is talk a little bit about, let's jump right in on growth. Um, You have a new uh, maybe it's not a new philosophy you're working on, but it's certainly a new book. And by the way, I forgot to mention Michael is also the author of The Paradox of Excellence, which is a book I recommend to anybody who has to uh, provide uh, value to customers. And who doesn't? So tell us about your concept of growth. 
Yeah, so every company wants to grow, but, but growth is not an action. Growth is a result. Uh, it's not an activity. So the question is, what are the activities that cause growth? Um, why, why do some companies grow and others don't grow? And so we came up with this concept of frictionless growth. And the best way to think about um, frictionless growth is through an example of uh, um, looking at uh, physics. Uh, if you look at Aristotle, uh, Aristotle was not only a philosopher, he was kind of a, a scientist of the day, 2,500 years ago. He said, if you have an object and you push the object, the object will move, and as soon as you stop pushing the object, the object will stop moving. And for 2,000 years, that was kind of the given rule of what is uh, physics. Um, Newton comes along and he goes, that's not actually true. Um, if you push an object, the object will stay in motion unless there's an opposing force called friction. And the way this uh, applies in a business context is we spend all of our marketing efforts and all of our time focused on creating attraction, which is sort of like pushing an object. And we spend little to no time eliminating the friction that keeps sales from happening. And yet, as an opposing force, um, it has the same impact uh, negatively on sales as attraction does in, in gaining sales. So this is the fundamental concept is how do you eliminate friction in your in your sales and marketing and your overall business? Have you got an example? I know you've been an advisor to some pretty hefty brand name technology companies, Apple, Adobe, Amazon. Yeah, so um, the first, I'll just give you just a stupid personal example. Um, if you want to lose weight, w one way you can do that is to exercise like crazy. That's like creating effort. The other thing is you can eat less. Very true. And so we always focus on what we do more of instead of what we might need to do less of. Uh, in the case of Apple, what Apple looked at was the friction of uh, application developers trying to create mobile phone applications. And one of the big innovations they did related to friction was how do we simplify the on-ramping of developers and you learned quite quickly that the iPhone's success had a large part in uh, due to the size of the ecosystem and the ecosystem was large due a lot to how Apple eliminated friction for allowing developers to come into their program. Uh, if, if you recall the days before the iPhone you had a um, usually a flip phone and you would have only three or four applications on a phone on what they called the deck, which was the first page of the phone. And the process of getting on the deck was really, really, really painful. And that's just an example of how a company can leverage friction and achieve uh, pretty tremendous uh, growth. So can you bring that down to the um – from the big companies, you know, that we just named, uh, to uh, many of our listeners are entrepreneurs um, starting and growing much strong, smaller companies. Can you bring it down to an example that might uh, be useful to them? Yeah, you know, so you have different kinds of friction. You have product friction. And so we can take products as an example. Many, many companies, the small and large, have products. Um, 
what you have is this fitness between the product and the market requirement. And when the product lacks features that the customer requires, it's friction. When the product has features the customer does not require, that's also friction. So what happens sometimes is people say, hey, I'm going to deliver every feature and every attribute that anyone would ever want, thinking that everyone will benefit from that. But actually, you have friction in that the, the company uh, who's buying the product or the consumer says, hey, I don't want all those bells and whistles. I'm being charged too much for it. And you might have price friction or other types of things like that. So the first thing is really understanding what is uh, the fit that you want to have. Who's your customer making sure that the product actually fits the market requirement. Uh, another example of friction is some companies are expert in something very narrow. And uh, they often spend all of their time increasing the feature set within that narrow uh, part of a, uh, a value chain. And yet the opportunities are often at the edges where um, the, who's the next person in the value chain, like in a publishing model or in some other thing where your product may only be part of an overall uh, process a lot of times the friction happens in snapping into the process. Um, a third example of friction is that what you're selling is a paradigm shift against what the customers are used to. And if you are forcing the customer to think and act differently, you're making them make additional decisions. They have to decide um, uh, I have to think in a new way. I have to believe in this new way of thinking. I have to think through all the implications of that, and then I can buy your product. And I think we fail to realize sometimes the more novel new products that people come out with are hard for people to adopt because they're fundamentally uh, a new way of thinking, and they're they're hard that way. Yeah, Jillian, I think that we've certainly seen that in a number of companies that we've talked to, haven't we? Absolutely. Um, as we uh, wrap up here on the first uh, leg of our show, I thought we would recap a little bit. Some of the learnings you're putting together here, Michael, are terribly useful. Um, there's this concept of product fiction, of friction, which is fitness between the product and the market requirement. It's not just whether or not you lack the features your customer wants, but whether you have too many that they don't want. So be aware of finding that sweet spot between your customer's needs and what you're offering. More is not only not necessarily better, it can be harmful. So again, um, just because you can do it, don't build it. The second one is around narrow expertise, uh, being aware that increasing a feature set within the narrowness of the value chain that you are uh, uh, part of is, again, not necessarily advantageous. You have to look a little wider, as you said, around the edges to understand how your product fits into the total value chain of everybody else. Think of it as snapping together pieces of a puzzle or perhaps links of a chain. If it's difficult for you to snap into place with everything else that's going on, you're going to have a lot of friction, and that's difficult. So how do you fit into the larger process of whatever it is that you do? Nobody's an island. We all are connected. Figure that out. 
And then finally, you pointed out a wonderful piece that I think about a lot. If you force your customer to think and act differently, you're asking them to change what they're doing. Change is difficult and most people don't like it. Right. The only people who love change, of course, are entrepreneurs, and that's just not going to cut it in the broader process. So when you do that, you have to figure out how difficult it is to rip off that Band-Aid and have them do something else, patch it with something else. And of course, on the flip side, we call that stickiness. It's about making it hard for everybody else to leave you. And others are doing exactly the same thing. So figure out how sticky somebody else's process is and what the pain is going to be to pull that off and to put you on. I think that kind of wraps up our our first segment, and I'm really excited to hear what you've got to say next, Michael. We'll be right back at CEO Coach. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is authoritylabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. There are many things we would love to catch. Catching the final out of a baseball game. And that's the ball game. Reeling that big catch of the day. Or catching a ride home. Taxi! How about catching more attention, like the biggest retail brands on earth? Introducing Catchy.com, where they sell short branded attractive.com domain names. Use a short and catchy brand, just like Sony, Visa, and Nike, for your next business venture. You can even rent to own for as low as $100 a month. Catch a big break for your business with Catchy.com. Guys, are you suffering from FD, fulfillment dysfunction? Let MoldingBox.com's online portal system for inventory, tracking, and returns perform for you. We have the enormous tools you need for complete warehousing, shipping, and handling of all your packages, no matter the size or shape, directly to your customers. MoldingBox.com can also fulfill all your nourishing, nutraceutical, and smooth skincare product desires, including green coffee and Garcinia on demand. Plus, let our in-house printing and CD DVD manufacturing help you enlarge and maximize your coaching and business opportunity potential. We do everything. Fulfillment, shipping, tracking, inside and out, and all in one place. Moldingbox.com. It's shipping made sexy. Life tips. Making your life smarter, better, Faster, wiser. On demand anytime inside the entertainment channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. We're back with CEO Coach, only on webmasterradio.fm. Welcome back to CEO Coach. I should point out we'll be uh, sharing Michael's book at the end of this show at uh, our Facebook page, and we hope you will stop by at the Facebook page. Hit the like button so we know you're out there. Feel free to ask questions, and we'll try to address those over the next coming sessions. So, Michael, I think you were talking as well uh, with Ann and I uh, via email and so on around the future of online marketing and the distributed interactions. I'm very much curious as to your thoughts around that subject. Yeah, it, yeah it's, it's really a continuation of the same basic premise, which is 
how do you be frictionless not only in um, your product, but in how people engage with you as a company? And if we think about how we create customer engagement online, the model that exists on the internet today is not very good. The model is, uh, is kind of broken. If you think about what we make customers do if they want to interact with us, it's sort of like a scavenger hunt. There's all these different uh, pieces that have been scattered all over the web, and our job as the customer is to find these pieces. And uh, it's sort of like um, um, a mosaic. Uh, imagine you have a, a beautiful plate, and you decide to shatter this plate and put pieces all over the web and hope that the customer is going to put the, the plate back together and make it look beautiful as a beautiful mosaic. And it doesn't work that way. It's Not a really, really inefficient process. Yes, I would agree, Michael. Uh, someone once described this as uh, we think, I think it was Tim Ash who described it, that we think that we roll out a red carpet for our customers, but in truth, we erect great walls and then we put henchmen at the top to throw arrows and spears and pour hot oil on our customers in their attempt to find us and to make good use of their money at our you know, uh, doorstep. So yeah. I think you're quite it's right. The most next plate's lovely. To me, it's a snipe hunt. There you um, go. <laughs> and uh, so the question is, why do we do this? We, why do we force customers all over the web? Why do we force them into multiple uh, uh, interactions? <laughs> when we get them coming to our, our site, why do we give them this massive experience? It's like going to the Mall of America when you just want to get toothpaste or something. It's just uh, overwhelming. And, uh, you know, there's a uh, concept of the paradox of choice that uh, the more choice you have, you don't necessarily buy more. You often buy less because you're confused by choice. So there's all of this complexity and difficulty of doing business. What we see over the next uh, three to five years, uh, um, we see a, a, a total shift in how customers are going to interact with brands online. Um, what's going to start happening is that um, companies are going to build interactive experiences that that tell very compressed, tight stories or allow very specific interactions, and they're going to be able to distribute those interactions across the web. So instead of just having a, uh, uh, let's just take a retailer, for example. Today, you go to a retail website to buy a product, and the information about the, the company or product that you're looking for is almost guaranteed to be insufficient for your needs. So you end up having to go back to Google, go find uh, other sources of information about that product. Either you go to other retailers, what you often will find is those retailers don't have any more information than the one you were on. You might have to go read some articles. You may go to the company's website. This is just not a good way. In the future, what will happen is you'll be able to create these interactive experiences which have all of the information you need to make a product choice at what, uh, what Google would call the zero moment of truth, which is that first moment and at every moment where the company is interacting with its consumers.
So, uh, Michael, will, will you be able to do that? You're, you're suggesting that in the future, these interactive experiences that will contain all the elements of information that we now get from disparate sources on the web, specifically around, for example, uh, e-tailing or retailing online, um, will be in one place. Will they be, uh, if you will, cobbled together, um, coalesced from a number of sources that exist today? Or will it come as a published material from the e-commerce, the, the seller, essentially, from the uh, seller themselves? Are you seeing it more as this concept of entities that the search engines are moving to? Uh, you'll, you'll definitely see it uh, curated. Uh, in some cases, it may be curated uh, on the fly. But I, I see it more as being something that is published by the, the vendor and the retailer or the vendor and the publisher, depending on where that content resides. The best way to think about it is if you look at a branded website, a site like Nike's or somebody like that, or Nikon camera, and if you look at how they represent their brand, and you look at how those brands are represented in e-commerce, there's a huge disparity between the two. And this is the problem. This is saying that the brand has things it wants to communicate, and the retailers or the publishers are not allowing that communication to happen. And the, the main reason why is that um, brand owners want control, and uh, there hasn't been, uh, until recently, mechanisms to have that control. That's one of the things that uh, we at Sinky are actually solving. This is one of the big problems that we solve as a company. Uh, okay, so Michael, uh, tell us about Sinky and how it is that you're solving this and why you see this as the future. We recognize that this is a little self-serving, but I'm opening it up for you. I really do want to know how this melds and what you're building that's going to solve this issue. Yeah, basically, if you think about marketing online today, it's, uh, it's a distract and divert strategy. Take somebody from what they're doing, take them away from what they're doing, to a centralized place where you feel like you have brand control. What Sinky does is we allow brands and retailers to create a more integrated uh, package of information uh, and then be able to embed that, kind of like YouTube or um, you know Prezi or SlideShare, any of those types of technologies, and deliver a full interactive experience anywhere an image can go online. And so... Why we see that as different is we will eliminate a huge number of steps that the consumer has to go to to make the decisions they want to make. You know, if they don't want more information, they don't have to continue to, to get the more information. But if they do want it, they don't have to leave to go to the search engines. In, in a world where our technology is adopted universally uh, or others do similar things that we do, uh, the need for going in and out of Google all of the time and using Google as the arbiter of uh, the best way to think about it is Google is like the old, uh, what was her name, um, um, uh, Lily Tomlin yeah. with, the, uh, with the old interconnect uh, with the, um, as the phone, Ernestine, as, Ernestine. The phone, as the phone operator. Um, right now, Google is playing that ro role of the manual interconnect between where the Customer lacks information and having to find another place to get that information. And we're going to allow the brand to express that at that first moment of uh, interaction and not have to go in and out of Google a dozen times to do that. 
So we have just a couple of minutes before the next break, but I'd like you to uh, paint a picture. As I understand it, I'd be, I don't know, reading my favorite blog. I see some kind of an advertisement that is embedded into this page. And what you're saying is rather than seeing something static or even, you know, dancing baby mobile, um, uh, you know, movement, I can actually get information inside this, if you will, ad box. Is that correct? Is that what I'm going to yeah, see? Yeah. And maybe you could paint more of a picture so that our audience understands what this is going to look like. Yeah, so something simple. You're reading an article, and instead of on the advertising side of the page, you're reading an article about a new product. Maybe it's a new smartphone. Uh, today, you might only have an image of the smartphone. With the Synky technology, you would have the image of the smartphone. You might have the brochure. You might have videos. You might have... Uh, um, you know, reviews on it. You might have the manual if you're so inclined. All of that integrated into an interactive experience, which could actually, in certain circumstances, actually sell you the product it itself. It could go all the way to e-commerce in the article that you're reading without forcing you to have to go anywhere else to get that information. So as a, a, a blogger, this becomes terribly valuable to me as well. Uh, obviously, bloggers would like most often, not always, but most often to monetize the site in some way. And rather than having a static image within the uh, article copy itself, they can now put this box. Will I, as a reader, see, I don't know, icons that would say, gee, you want to see what the manual looks like on the image of this new BlackBerry phone? Or will it somehow be you kind of mouse over the picture yeah, itself yeah. and it reveals itself? Yeah, and it reveals itself. It works as a light box, so you actually never leave the site. So the consumer always stays where they are. The publisher, like the blogger, keeps the customer on their page so they're sticky, and the vendor gets to tell the whole story instead of a, a fraction of the story, and that's um, uh, all done in one interactive experience. Excellent. Thank you so much. Uh, we're going to take another break here at CEO Coach, and we're going to cut wrap up, excuse me, when we come back, we're going to wrap up with Michael Weissman of Sinky. This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy at CEO Coach. Stay tuned. More on how to build your business on the web with the CEO Coach right after this. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use certifiedknowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. 
To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Mantis. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Welcome to the Cyber Law and Business Report, your home for the latest on Internet law and policy. From Capitol Hill to the White House, the Courthouse to the State House, the FTC to the State Attorney General, the Cyber Law and Business Report, on demand anytime inside the Culture and Business Channel, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We're back with CEO Coach, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And we are back with CEO Coach with Jillian Music. This is Ian Kennedy, and I'm talking to Michael Weissman of Sinky Corporation. We have been talking about uh, frictionless growth, and we have been talking about distributed interactions and how frictionless growth will happen over uh, new platforms. I like to think of them on the web. There's one more element um, I'd love to have you talk about while you're here, while we have all of your uh, wit and wisdom of all these years, um, you have led a lot of companies. And it seems to me that um, one of the things that I've heard you talk about a lot of times is uh, fostering the appropriate corporate culture to, uh, for growth, really. So tell us what, how you think that works. It's the same issue. It's friction. So, um, in some cases, you have market friction or product friction. In some cases, you have interaction or how to do business with the company friction. In some cases, it's internal friction. And um, I, I studied under a guy named Michael Curtin, who's a brilliant uh, business psychologist from, uh, from, uh, uh, from England. And he has this idea that in today's economy, we have to work together to solve problems. The problems are too big to solve by ourselves. So we need to work in teams. And when we go together to solve a problem, the problem we're solving, he calls that problem A. And when we get people to come together to solve a problem, um, we have issues of working with each other. He calls that problem B. And he believes that problem B is always bigger than problem A that the problem of working together is more complicated and more difficult than the actual problem that we're there to solve. And so this all ties back to um, team culture. Uh, I had a consultant tell me once uh, we had merged two very disparate companies together, and she had a great line, and she said, uh, a culture eats strategy for breakfast. And I just love that line because uh, if you don't have a constructive team culture, you spend all of your time fighting each other instead of winning uh, the marketplace or solving the problems. 
So one of the things that um, that I've discovered is um, the input is the most important element. Um, if you don't hire correctly, if you don't hire um, what what um, Southwest says is they uh, they they hire the personality and then they train them. Um, you know, you can't make somebody an upbeat person. You have to hire that. And so you you have to, there, there's lots of talented people out there. And if you focus on the skill set and don't focus on the team fit, what you end up with oftentimes is uh, you end up with a team that uh, has really smart people and uh, they don't get along and nothing gets done. And uh, the team is focused more on, um, uh, posturing or politics or defending themselves versus uh, actually solving the task. So to me, hiring right um, is absolutely paramount. And then how important is it to articulate the culture? Yeah, I think that um, if you, it's a good question. Um, you know, there's an old saying that, um, um, the secret to success is sincerity, and when you can fake that, the rest is easy. Um, the It's very easy for people to think that culture is top-down, but it's not. The culture is a group of people, and I've discovered over the course of my career that junior people can have as much impact on culture as senior people. Um, from a senior p- point of view, um, what you have to do is you have to cull quickly. If you have bad apples, and I've made this mistake before, if you've got bad apples, you've got to get them out early. Um, and the culture kind of reveals itself through the true authentic, authenticity of the team. So if the team says one thing and does something else, the behavior is what people recognize and the culture comes out of the behavior. So if the, if the, the team says everyone should work hard, but uh, the CEO's leaving at five, um, or the management team is not doing the follow through that they claim they want others to do. Everyone will know what the culture is. I I don't believe that um, that culture is solely a top down dictatorial kind of um, approach. It's really the sum of the actual behaviors, not the fake sincerity of of the platitudes and so forth, but really what people do and what they reward and what they punish and what they value. And it comes out of purely out of behavior. So actions speak louder than words as always, as always. Well, Michael, it's been a delight to have you here. Um, Thank you so much for taking the time. My pleasure. To sit down and talk with us. Jillian, I think time is uh, running out. Yes, it is. And I would totally agree, Michael, around culture, that uh, culture eats strategy for breakfast is a brilliant statement. I know many have used it. Um, And I think your message really is don't spend your time fighting with each other. You've got market problems to solve. So, yes, uh, Southwest Airlines, uh, certainly Moz and uh, uh, now Sinky as well, we all agree, uh, hire the personality and then train them as appropriate. Um, obviously, if you need extensive skill sets in uh, engineering and so on, uh, marketing, etc., you can't really uh, negate the value of excellent skill sets, but hire that culture fit first. 
And then um, finally, I would say that you might want to check out the CEO Coach podcast of earlier times with Steve Gandara of Excellent Cultures, in which we spoke about some of the same things. So if this topic is hot on your list, uh, listeners, go check that out as well. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash CEO Coach Podcast. Uh, We will share the book that Michael has written there and uh, plenty more information about Sinky. And uh, we hope that you will also download these shows through webmasterradio.fm, of course, through iTunes and our mobile app. This is Jillian Music with Ann Kennedy and today Michael Weissman. Thanks again for being with us. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.